Hi friends, welcome back to your Age is Not Your Cage podcast. I have such a special guest for you today, uh, one that is so near and dear to my heart that has been on. She was my very first episode, so I would love to welcome back Tammy Turner. Tammy was my kidney recipient. I donated my kidney to Tammy Turner on June 7th, 2023. So we are about a month out now from um, our donation. And so we got together this last weekend. We got to do this in person, which was so special. And we just sat down and talked. And we talked and shared our stories, our, our good moments, our hard moments, our things that we hope help others that may be going through this journey or something similar. So I just invite you to sit back, grab a coffee, a matcha, or, or grab your AirPods and go for a walk, but don't miss this one because this isn't just a story about kidney donation. This is a story about our faith, about what got us through. It's a story about community and friendship. It's a story about health and so much more. And so we just sit down, we talk, we share, we share what's coming next, what we're excited about, about our new zest and vibrancy for life, uh, a new gratitude and thankfulness for life. And so we just want to share these with you. So we invite you just to sit back and listen and help me welcome my sweet friend, sister, family, Tammy Turner. Okay, welcome back, Tammy. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad to be here. Here we are again. Uh, and I am so glad to be here and um, on the other side of the, my transplant surgery. And I just want to say, Carla, I don't think I'd be here if it wasn't for you. So I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, uh, well, as we've talked about a million times, this has been an incredible blessing for both of us. Yes. And um, it has been quite a ride and one that we both are so shocked to be on the other side of and how strange it is to be on the other side of surgery. Yes. One month later. Yes. We are recording this one month later where we are recording together and in person, which is even more special. So the purpose today is to share our journey a little bit. We're going to do a quick recap, but the main things we want to share with you are all the miracles that happen along the way, uh, things we learned that we would like other recipients and donors to know that helped us, uh, and things um, just about um, living donors and how you can help and kind of what's next. So we are going to get started and uh, the first thing that we're going to do is do a quick, quick recap. And I'm going to put in the show notes where you can go back and listen to the podcast we did before that really details out our story and our journey. But for right now, just to share with you, Tammy got on the transplant list in November. November. And uh, it was shortly after that that several of her friends and family signed up and did the application to uh, potentially become a donor. And I eventually got um, more and more calls, got accepted through some tests and stuff I did, made my way to Houston for more tests. And then um, in early March, I was sent a letter that I was a perfect match. And on Tammy's birthday weekend, she was here and I surprised her with that letter Best birthday gift ever. Yes, <laughs> and we had such a good time um, just sharing that news. So that was where it began, and then it went forward with picking a date. And the date that we picked, we will share a little bit later uh, some of the miracles along with all that, but the date we picked was June 7th, and that was, what was that, Tammy? That was my mom's birthday. My mom's been uh, has passed about 25 years ago. And, uh, but we celebrate my mom's birthday every year. And uh, when Carla told me June 7th was the day she thought would be a good day, I thought, well, that couldn't, I don't think there could have been a better day. That was the best day of all. And so from there, um, it just went in preparation. Um, 
you know, getting our minds and our hearts and everything where it needed to be, a lot of prayer and just figuring out details. Tammy was wrapping up school with her class. And before you know it, the surgery date was here. And um, so we are going to kind of start from there, from uh, going into um, that process of coming to Houston because I live in Austin and uh, the procedure was in downtown Houston. So we made the trip here. Tammy's about what, hour and a half? Hour and a half, hour and 45. Yeah, mm -hmm. from the hospital in Houston. So we all, our husbands and I, uh, and Tammy and I all got to Houston probably about June 5th, right? Mm -hmm. June 5th. June 5th. Okay. And so going from that, um, uh, let's share with them. Well, first tell them all the things that you brought to the hospital. Maybe not in great detail, but mm -hmm. let's share the things we brought and let's help those about to go through the same thing or considering it so they know kind of things that we took that we laugh about now and then really what really helped you at the hospital what things did you really need all right so um, i think i needed four things um i did put on a pair of my own pajamas i think the last day i was there day six um I had packed three pairs of pajamas. Um, I did put on one pair. Um, I had a um, hundred pairs of socks with cute sayings on them. I was not allowed to wear them because they didn't have the, the, uh, the tread on them, so they wouldn't let me wear those. I, um, <clears throat> I used my chapstick, one pair of pajamas. Um, I did brush my hair one day. Um, I didn't put makeup on, so that was a little useless. Um, I did use some lotion and my toothbrush. That was it. That's what I needed. Did you say deodorant? Oh, I forgot deodorant. <laughs> so I think I could have gone with five items. I had two rolling suitcases that Tim had to drag from room to room and up and down elevators and in and out of cars. Um, I had two suit full suitcases that rolled that he brought with us to everywhere we went. And um, so I would highly recommend, if you are a recipient, uh, those five items, because really that's all you need. Um, you don't feel like putting on makeup. You really didn't feel like brushing your hair. Um, brushing your teeth came about day three, maybe. I think I was able to brush my teeth. Uh, <laughs> that's so, so um, true, because even the process, <clears throat> which this is... This is crazy to think, but even the process of spitting. Hurt. Hurt. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Leaning over to spit yeah. into a sink or a, the bowl that they would hold for me was painful. Yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah. So, um, I would recommend a, a go bag, and I would just put my five items in that. Yes. And I'm, I'm pretty similar to Tammy. Uh, some of mine, and this is Carla talking, I guess it would help when we share, because I'm the donor. Uh, Tammy... Um, I stayed in the hospital, not, excuse me, I was in a hotel more than Tammy was. She was in the hospital longer than me. And so what I needed was a little bit different because I needed a few more items once I got back to the hotel. But also like Tammy, um, I drug along a pretty good sized duffel bag filled with all kinds of things and fun socks. Tammy and I, I got us each Wonder Woman socks mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, um, we had things like that in there. Well, they don't let you wear those because they don't have the sticky things on the bottom. And so the socks were useless. And needless to say, once I was in there and I was done with surgery, I really didn't care what my socks looked like. No, Even no. though it seemed fun at the time. Yeah, at the time they were adorable. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It seemed like a lot of fun. But, and then, uh, so the surgery is on Wednesday. And I was potentially getting out Thursday or Friday. So I wasn't in as long. Uh, I never changed out of the hospital gown, although I believe I had three cute pairs of pajamas, and I think I had uh, at least two or three pairs of Wonder Woman socks, and so none of that got worn, and I, um, I, what, I'm trying to think of some of the other things that I had that were so useless, but the point being when you go, it seems like there's so many things that you're going to need and want. And for me, my biggest things were deodorant and lotion. And 
anyone that knows me and my family will tell you that if you don't have lip stuff for me nearby that I can put on my lips, I will go crazy. I've always told them have water and have my lip stuff. I said, when I wake up from a recovery, make sure I have my lip stuff. <laughs> and so for me, it was really uh, hair ties too, because I did mm. put my hair back. But I would say my biggest things were deodorant and toothbrush, yes, eventually, um, and my lip stuff and water. And I had my own blanket from home. I Didn't did. You have I yours did. Too? I did. I had a blanket. Yeah. Yes. And I did bring my own pillow, but I ended up not using it. it hurt my neck in Mine the too. hospital I, bed. Yes, I had my own yeah. pillow, and I did not use yeah. it. Yeah. So at the hospital, that's all I could have got by with were those few items. And then at the hotel, of course, I needed um, a few more things, but literally not the jewelry I no, brought no. or all the makeup or all the other stuff that I brought and some of the very cute outfits I brought. Yeah, well, I brought uh, uh-huh. some athletic shorts, and, yes. and I don't know what I thought I was going to yeah. do. I thought I was going to do laps around the, <laughs> you know, um, the floor, yeah. which I did, but I was using a walker and wearing the hospital gown. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah, did not put on any of my athletic wear. So I think Tammy and I's goal in this, because we laugh, a lot about that is that we want to help others that may be about to go through this to know just bring your simple um, items like that and don't worry about all the other stuff until you're back home the one thing that I did have with me which was uh, my lifesaver I forgot about is my heating pad and I knew about that beforehand and so I had a really good heating pad um, that I used which will um, that can kind of carry us into talking about, um, the real, um, the, the true recovery, yeah. you know, I, I, I want to be a hundred percent honest yeah. and, and let you know what it, what the real recovery yeah. was, because sometimes you read and there's like, Oh, everybody feels great after, you know, and then you're like, what's wrong with me? Right. Why don't I feel like they do? And, and also with that said, let us say everybody's different. And yes. I think it's so important to remember that your recovery is different from anyone else that has gone through this. Your recovery as a donor is different from the recovery of the recipient. Yes. So no two are going to look alike. But uh, Tammy and I just want to share um, briefly on the things that um, that were hard that maybe were unexpected mm-hmm. uh, for her and, um, you know, whatever she wants to share in that. And I will do the same in um, sharing kind of what that what my recovery looked like also. Yeah, so I'll go first. So the recovery for me, uh, so my incision is was from the hip all the way down to my up to my oh to you know like my belly button. It kind of makes a dip and and came there and down low though and down low, very yes. very low. Um, so uh, truly the hardest thing for me at uh, the first week was tough in the hospital and the first week home was tough. Um, I mostly stayed in bed, sitting up. I slept sitting up. Uh, you know, my back would hurt because I couldn't lay on my side. I'm a side sleeper. Um, so so that was difficult. Um, week three was a turning point for me. An absolute 100% turning point. Um, I was up. I was moving. I was walking, you know, taking walks outside. When I went to my first doctor's visit... Post-op, I came in, I was still using a walker. Um, I was hunched over. I I could barely walk. Um, I cried as I walked. Um, Week three, I had makeup on. I did my hair. I had a cute outfit on. I had cute little sandals on. And I walked in like I owned the place. (laughs) So um, two weeks of of serious downtime. And then, and boom, I mean, I'm feeling great. Yeah. You know, yesterday we went on a boat ride. Yeah. And yeah. And so, I mean, keep in yeah. mind as Tammy and I are sharing our story right now, we just hit four weeks since yes. surgery, yes. which it just still is mind blowing. That it's uh, been But four, we just yeah. hit four weeks. And so this is, this isn't like this was uh, six months ago or a year ago. This is four weeks that we had surgery. Yes. And so as you're talking about that, share kind of what are some of the things that you you didn't expect that were, you know, maybe some of the hard things that that okay. could help people know. Okay, the the hardest thing for me was something that I hope never anybody else never has to go through. I had a cough going into surgery, um, which I kept to myself because I didn't want surgery to postpone. Um, 
so I had a cough kind of going in and as and then after laying after surgery laying down the procedure all the fluid they pumped in a me a tube down the, your throat a tube down my throat uh, when I came out of surgery the cough was worse and can I tell you I I only cried when I coughed because it hurt my stomach so bad to to cough well because you and I both said we didn't realize how much your stomach muscles use yes you are used for everything even yeah. just a slight clearing of the throat uses your stomach muscles right and, right and, and so, I, so I couldn't clear my throat yeah. I a cough would come on and I would have to sit up and my husband would have to hold a pillow to my stomach and I would cough and I would cry and I you know I, I, I that was truly the worst part yeah and that was self-inflicted yeah. because I, I should have, you know, said I have this cough coming in, which I did not because I didn't want it to be um, anything well, the, to be postponed. The, the funny part about that now is Tammy says, now I can say something because there's no take backs. I did, yes. <laughs> I, when, when I went to the doctor for one of my post op, uh, they, said, they said, you know, how long have you had this cough? I said, you know, five weeks. And they go, well, you... You, you had this before surgery? I was like, yep, and you can't take the kidney back. It's mine now. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, truly, honestly, that was the hardest thing. And, you know, the first two weeks, I'm not going to lie, they, they were tough, and I had a hard time sitting up and moving and things like that. But um, the cough was the hardest of all. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, with that said, because that's not just because – uh, Tammy had it prior because even for me coming out and they warned us from the tube and stuff we might have you know stuff in our throat we might have a sore throat which I forgot that first night after surgery I did have a sore throat uh -huh. but it was yeah. gone the next morning um, but even for me afterwards I had a cough but mine was more of a tickle need to clear my throat and the same as Tammy when I felt that coming on I literally had to brace myself, hold my stomach, mm -hmm. and there would be tears flowing down my face yes. because you just could not. It was it was painful. And then there was also the ultimate fear of sneezing. Oh and, my gosh. And there the, were, the thought of sneezing yeah. would yeah, it would keep me up sometimes at yeah. night because yeah. I couldn't even imagine how bad that would hurt. And there was I remember one time right after I got home and I felt a sneeze coming on. I didn't think about it at first. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I can't sneeze. And literally had to hold my breath, held my nose, tears running down my face, and I held the sneeze in. And needless to say, now Tammy and I, four weeks out, we can sneeze. Yes, I sneeze. And we're the not other afraid day. anymore. Yeah, I didn't hurt. Didn't yeah. hurt at all. And so we're good. But but those are one of the things that like we we didn't know about mm -hmm. going in. Right. And so it's just knowing that uh, if that happens to you, it's normal. Uh, it's not things are you know the the just be ready for it. Hold a pillow on it. Do whatever you have to to kind of to kind of, you know, ease it and then, ju but just know it doesn't last that long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, I'm fine now. And, um, you know, for me, my, the, probably the most difficult thing for me was the back and shoulder pain. And, but the beautiful part about that was I knew about it going in because of the support groups I follow. And so I knew because of all the air they pump in your body um, to expand things, I knew I was going to have that pain because it's all that trapped air in your body. And I will tell you, it was, it probably hurt more than the um, actual area of the incision. That, that didn't bother me except getting up and down, learning how to get up and down without using my stomach muscles that first mm -hmm. couple days. But that is why I had my heating pad. I bought a good one that wrapped around my shoulders and neck, and it was my saving grace. I had it on nonstop. And then when one of the episodes would hit, my husband would just massage it, and I would get up and walk around. And that was the key to getting it to, um, you know, move mm -hmm. through move. the body. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, as far as the incision and the actual process, um, it was it was uh, definitely not even any more difficult than my C-sections, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Um, so, so that's a little bit about what that looked like and kind of things that were difficult for us. Um, that we didn't really expect. I think most of the other things we were, you know, expectant of. Right. Um, okay, so let's jump into from that. 
tell me about the immediate things you were able to do after surgery. Uh, for example, like some of the medicines you were on and things like that. What has changed since you got the transplant? Okay, so it, 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 it's, true, it's truly a miracle. I, I'm amazed at the medicines that I no longer have to take because I no longer have those ailments. So I was on three different blood pressure medicines prior to surgery. Um, my average blood pressure was about 160, 165 over 110, 120. And that was with three medicines. Um, I went into the hospital. That was the last time I took the blood pressure medicine. Haven't taken it since. My blood pressure is now 125 over 85. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, it, I mean, it's, we, we have to take it twice a day. It's shocking. Um, how much that's gone down. I, I used to have to get a monthly infusion shot to help my body produce red blood cells because when your kidneys don't work, your bone marrow stops pr uh, producing the red blood cells. So every month I would go in and get a shot because my hemoglobin was so, so low. I was cold all the time. Um, that's a very interesting story. I was always cold because I never had enough blood. Every time my husband would hold my hand, he would say, babe, you're so cold. And 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 I was and now he holds and that's he says he goes I hold your hand now and your hand is warm um, and I don't need that shot anymore I don't need um, the potassium my potassium was sky high to the point where they were worried about a heart attack mm -hmm. uh, my muscles I lost all muscle mass complete and utter total muscle mass uh, because the potassium just ate away my muscles um, I was on two different medicines for that Last time I took them was the day before I went to surgery. My potassium is completely normal now, um, which goes back to my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which, yes, yeah. it was the best sandwich I might have ever had. Um, also, avocados. I eat those on everything um, other than cereal. I eat them on everything. Um, but um, just so much medicine that I was on before that I no longer have to be on. Um, and, and granted, I'm on my anti-rejection medicine that I'll be on for the rest of my life. Um, but it's in the morning and it's at night. I mean, before I was taking medicine, I had a timer that said, mm -hmm. now it's time for this medicine. Now, you know, and then two hours later, it was time for this medicine. Yeah. And um, so it's tr truly amazing how so quickly that new kidney fixed everything in in my body. I, I want to tell the funny story. So for the past two or three years, when I've gone to the, to the restroom, um, my urine is clear because my kidneys no longer were cleaning any kind of toxins out of my body. So my urine was always clear. Um, when the doctors came in, well, when the doctor put my new kidney in, Carla's kidney into me, she came running out into the into the waiting room and told everybody it was working before they started to close me up. <laughs> so before they could even start, you know, putting me back together, the kidney had already begun working. Um, and then every person that walked into my room, I had a catheter, I had the, you know, the 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 bag on the side of the bed. Everybody came in and was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the most beautiful urine I've ever seen." <laughs> you know, so at first it was odd, and that, you know, then I sat back and just enjoyed the compliments. And, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Those aren't the compliments you ever really thought you were going to get I know. I, I, I really didn't. But, um, uh, but yeah, so it, it truly just the change in my body. Now, and then, so it's been four weeks, and now I have zero joint pain. Before, I couldn't go up the stairs. Um, zero joint pain. Um, I noticed it when, <laughs> when I would go to the restroom. I could bend at the knees because I couldn't bend my stomach right away and stand right back up again. And my knees didn't hurt. I didn't have that joint pain. I didn't mm -hmm. have that, you know, um, it was just, I can feel that I'm stronger than before. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, my muscles need a lot of work, I've got to get them back into shape, but I can feel that because of that high potassium is no longer there. I can feel that I'm stronger. I mean, before I could barely open a jar by myself and I, you know, I, I have that ability now, um, which is, you know, it's just another, it's another miracle. It is. It truly is. It is. And, and also, uh, with my husband and I here visiting her and Tim, um, we were telling Tammy how her skin color is, is different. Uh, before 
surgery, it was almost just an ashen, pasty. Mm-hmm. Um, you were still beautiful. Oh, you thank were you. Just a thank little you. pasty. Not as pretty as my urine, <laughs> apparently, but. <laughs> and and she had dark circles under her eyes. Yes. And you could just see in her face the fatigue. Um, and I mean, that is gone that her, she doesn't have the dark circles like she did Mm -mm. and her skin is clear. The color is so good. You can see the energy, um, in her face and Tammy has always been, uh, uh, one to, to hide her, her kidney issues for so long. Most people didn't even know Tammy, you know, suffered with it. And so to be able to see, her with that that joy um and that uh, she's always cutting up and funny and uh she knows how to have fun and um no matter what but now there's a difference in just her whole um demeanor the way she looks uh the way she carries herself um it's just it truly is incredible um and that's four weeks and like tammy i have said that's four weeks. Imagine, Imagine in three three months. Three Imagine mo- yeah. in six months. Yes. It, yeah. it, it truly I have so much more energy now than I did before. And it's four weeks after after yeah. surgery. Yeah, that's that's what's so amazing. And and um, Tammy likes to introduce me now <laughs> to <laughs> to everyone we meet, um, that she knows. Um, th- this is Carla. Oh, and she is the one that gave me her kidney. Yes. And yes. you know, and so that always leads to some um interesting stories and um <laughs> but it really is so fun to be able to meet her friends and meet people who I know have been praying for us, um, and just cheering us on to then see, wow, this is the person that donated her kidney and look at the life in both of them. Right. You right. know, it really is cool for people to be able to see that. And, you know, in talking about that, let's lead into just sharing some of the incredible miracles along the way because oh, wow. mm-hmm. we have so many I, and I know we won't hit them all uh, because sometimes our memory is jogged and we're like, but wait, remember this part? But I think, you know, the first thing is just the whole quick process of it all. Mm-hmm. F- from uh, Tammy being put on the list in November to um, us, uh, well, there was stuff going on in December and January. Yes. And Houston, I was, I was testing in early March, we knew, and June and was June the surgery. Quick, yes. and, and that is not common. No. Oh, no. People wait years to receive a kidney, right. years, years. Uh, years on dialysis, which is so hard on, on a, a body. Right. So, um, I, I'm so blessed 100% just by the hand of God, I was yeah. able, you know, Carla was, was my match and it all happened so quickly. I didn't have to go on dialysis, although my doctor said it probably would have been sooner than later yeah. because my, my numbers, close. my numbers were really declining. Um, so, you know, she truly changed the ending to my story because I would, you know, had it not been for Carla, I would be on dialysis in probably the next few months. Well, and the whole um, the whole thing that Tammy and I talk about, too, just all these miracles and the process of how quick this was and the fact that nowhere along the way was there a delay. No. And that, too is not common. There's usually a delay for some tests, mm-hmm. something that's that's changed, something they need to look at that's different. And it's just the entire way um, God kept opening every door. And Tammy and I talked about this a little more in great detail on our other podcasts that we'll link. But without our faith, without trusting in Him, without knowing that everything we did went to prayer, that everything we did was, Lord, if this is not not what you want, if you have something else, close this door. Right. If I'm not Tammy's perfect match, push me out of the way and put the right person in. Um, we just prayed constantly, but if this is your will, let it keep moving forward, open the doors, let things, you know, fall into place. And they did every single time, every step of the way. And we just kept trusting in that. And, and, um, you know, and then, um, the timing of it and doing the, the letter, um, 
which I got on a Tuesday, but didn't share with Tammy till that, that weekend because it was her birthday weekend and she would be in person. And to share that with her on our back porch, um, you know, with her and her husband yeah, it was, was some, yeah, it was very emotional. Yeah. There, my husband and I cried a lot. <laughs> it was it was quite a moment. Um, and then to be able to pick the date of June seventh mm, because a, a miracle. My coordinator had given me a few dates, and June seventh kept sticking. And then when I told Tammy and she said it was her mom's birthday, which I, I knew her mom too when we were growing up because, um, again, Tammy and I have known each other since we were 15 and we are now 58. And uh, Tammy's mom was just a, a light, just like Tammy is. So to be able to do this on her mom's birthday was just another beautiful blessing. Yes, another beautiful yeah. miracle. It was Absolutely. just incredible. And then just along the way, a sweet, sweet little story with my dad is um, my dad has Alzheimer's. And um, and so um, I have to help them do a lot of stuff. And we went to the DMV to, to help take care of some stuff for him and my mom. And while we were there, there was a pen sitting um, that we were writing on the little forms they had to fill out. And it was an um, organ donor pen. And he latched onto that pen. And let me back up and say, my dad did not know anything about this surgery yeah. or what was going on because we knew he wouldn't understand and it would just be too difficult for him to grasp. So we never told him. And I hated that he couldn't share that with us. And it was hard for my mom not to be able to share it with him. But this pen, he loved this pen and he gave it to my mom to put in her purse and she's like you know jim that's not our pen we can't take that home and he's like i want that pen i like this pen and the sweet lady that we had there another angel that was put in our path was so kind to my dad that day and her name was val uh in marble falls dmv and um she told my dad you know what i want you to have that pen and so that may seem silly to some, but to me, it was just another sign of the Lord giving me 100%. confirmation mm -hmm. of your sweet dad is going to be there with you, right? even though he doesn't know about it. And he's got this pen mm -hmm. that, that he wants to hang on to. And so it was a moment like that. And... Um, gosh, Tammy, your, your classroom uh, my, my, and your room yeah, moms. My class was... Ugh just amazing yeah it makes it gets me know. you know um gets me choked up over the top over the top you know grateful um beforehand i got the you know that we we communicate through class dojo which is how teachers communicate and they were all you know we're praying we're praying we're praying um it was just it was beautiful well, i mean they spoiled us both they with just did that was the touching so part stuff. because yeah. it wasn't just and i didn't know any of any of them uh, the most touching and sweet part was that they included me in everything they did for Tammy. Yeah. And they made us the most beautiful baskets with, with the most thoughtful, generous, sweet gifts and cards that all the kids all made. All the kids made. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was so beautiful. And I mean, just and when Tammy got home with them, she got on FaceTime and, and showed me every single one of them. Um, every gift and it was just it just that was the sweetness in um, just the love shown by them the love of Christ shown by these little children and by these um, you know parents that just surrounded us with with so much love yes and, 100 percent for us that was amazing the kindness of the hotel staff oh yeah where we stayed um it was the residence in. It was Marriott. a residence in by Marriott, yeah. by the downtown medical center. Yeah, yes. down down by the medical center. Uh, we were at Baylor St. Luke's, and that staff is used to having patients there, and they went above and beyond to take care of us, mm -hmm. to take care of our husbands, yes. to make sure we had everything we needed. And even down to the point of the day I got home, well, I got to the hotel from the hospital, my first night in the hotel, um, the AC wasn't working. Nine o'clock at night, we call them. They have someone out there. He replaces the entire unit in the, the room. And by 10, we had air conditioning. And so even just that, I mean, the little 
the miracle of that, of that sweet man mm-hmm. at night yeah. coming and putting in a, a unit. Right. Uh, and they have great rates for if, you, if you're there for a medical reason. Yes. Uh, I mean. We highly recommend Highly them. recommend uh, it. A, a full kitchen. Yeah. Um, a living area, bedroom. Yeah. And it was like $129 a, yeah. a night. I mean, I, I, it was just amazing. Yeah. And, and a shuttle service to all the hospitals. Exactly. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was just um, just another piece in the journey that the Lord set up and made yes. it a simple process. It's simple process and easy, yes. And put more beautiful people on our path. It is the first time I can probably say I've been at a hotel where we were hugging the staff when we left. Yes. Uh, my husband and I wrote out a card and just included a couple little things for them. Um, and it, it was just amazing. Or every time we walked in, Sonny would take me for a little walk as I hobbled down the street and would come back and they'd make sure I'm okay. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so sweet. it just, so sweet. um, you don't get that that often nowadays. No, no. You know, that's not normal. And I think Tammy and I's one of our favorite experiences was two nights before, um, surgery. Uh, Tammy and Tim and Sunny and I went for a nice dinner that was provided by our sweet, sweet friends. Um, and um, we went to 60 Vines down in Rice Village, another place we highly recommend. Oh, so good. And we had the most incredible dinner. It couldn't have been the mo- more perfect way to go into this process yes. and kind of end the journey we've been on leading up to it but then beginning start this new the chapter. new journey yes mm-hmm. and um we got a waitress um that we ended up telling the story of what's going on and we ended up they brought us a bottle of champagne where the the manager told her she could toast with us the mm-hmm. manager came over and toasted with toasted us, with us. Yes. we took pictures they brought us a few things of we had uh, appetizers, appetizers, free appetizers yes. to try. They brought us a dessert at the end. But yes. just just their love and kind, and they would just come over to us and just be like, you know, just thank you for what you're doing and just tell us how amazing we were. And at the very end of dinner, the the other waitress other wait, came yeah, the over. Other, other wait staff would go, oh, right. we just heard your story and good luck, to, you know, good luck yeah. tomorrow. We'll and, be praying and we'll for be you. we'll be praying for you. It was truly a, a, a miracle. It truly just, we, God's miracle. We left there, all of us, just filled with so much joy and peace. Yes. Uh, and then even that next day, that waitress, because we had shared numbers to get the pictures, um, texted to let us know that she was thinking of us and would be praying for us. Yeah. And again, how often do those things happen yeah. in this world? Yeah, you know? they just don't. And, and the thing is, they don't even realize probably how deeply, yeah. um, deeply they touched us and just made that, that so much easier. Because the next morning, that next day we were all supposed to be able to spend together. Yes. And we were all just going to chill and enjoy the day together. And then Tammy ended up having to be admitted the next day um, because they were going to do an extra procedure on her mm-hmm. to clean her blood. Right. And so we knew that night celebrating and getting ready the next morning, she was going in the hospital a day sooner. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so it just uh, was such a beautiful way yeah. to end that journey to move into the next yeah. phase. Yeah. Um, so thank you, um, Carol and Steve Smith, for yeah, that that exactly. wonderful, wonderful gift yes. of that lovely dinner that just meant so much to all four of us. Yeah, it was it was incredible. And, um, you know, we've all said we want to go back to 60 Vines. Yeah. And I just, I, I pray we get to see the, the same people and and be able to love on them like, like they did us. But, you know, all of that um, is just parts of the miracles and gifts that mm-hmm. that God put in place to make this a easy procedure for the most part. Yeah. Uh, the process was simple and he walked with us through the, the whole thing. And, you know, the beautiful part in it is um, Tammy and I, our husbands, uh, you know, the support, the love, we can't even begin to express, um, you know, just everything they've done for us and we 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 hope eventually to get them on here to share their journey because I think it would be helpful 
for other families to understand what it was for them and their side. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in that, um, I've known Tammy's husband since uh, sixth grade, and but Sonny and Tim didn't really know each other. Mm-hmm. And um, so it has been so incredible to watch the bond form yes, watch between their friendship them. build, yes. And... And the support system they were for each other. Yes. You know? Oh yeah. They they prayed together. They they waited together. Mm-hmm. They worried together. They rejoiced together. Yeah. Yeah. They um they, they definitely have a, a special bond now. Yeah. And they afterwards, um, you know, when they're trying to be strong and holding it together and all the things, and when you're exhausted from hospital stays and you know just that they were there for each other and the times when they needed someone just to talk to and break down a little bit, yeah, you yeah. know, and to comfort each other um, has been amazing. And uh, that's just been another beautiful piece of this. And Tammy and I were talking about it yesterday as we're spending these few days together and we're all out in a boat. Yeah, in a boat. Which four weeks after we are boating. Boating, yeah. Now, we weren't water skiing or wake surfing no, or anything we, no, yet. No, we, we haven't done that yet. That's, <laughs> we were that's, just lounging. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we didn't even get in the water. Um, but we were just watching them, and it was just like how thankful we are that our husbands now have each other um, here on out. You know, we're family. Yes, um, yes. We're not all just friends. We are family and connected in every way and it, that is just another amazing piece of this whole story um, and what God has done in and through it all. And I think he's grown our families in so many ways um, through this, watching our faith and our trust and yes. our peace. Because Tammy and I had so much peace through all of this. And I think one of the biggest biggest things in all of it is where we kept we we had peace mm-hmm. there were times yes did we have what ifs yes or did someone put a what if in our head yes yes but we, oh, 100%. we mm-hmm. we fully just kept feeling so much peace along the way and I remember with Tammy and was it at dinner that night when I said when is this gonna feel real yeah like, when yes. does it get real and you're like I don't know. Yes. Well, yeah, because yeah, we didn't feel like it was real, but it was funny because right then, Sonny and yeah. Tim go, oh, it's real. Yeah. Trust me, it's real. Yeah. So they were feeling it, yeah, it but it we were not. It was real for them yeah. because for them, they had the nervousness. They, Even though they have peace and they trust in the Lord and mm-hmm. that was his plan, they as husbands, the protect, protectors, yes. um, of we're course, worried. they were mm-hmm. worried about us. And so when we said that it that dinner, they're like, oh, yeah, you you might be okay. But yeah. I, So I asked Tammy that. And then the next day when Tammy had to have this this procedure done with the cleansing of her blood and the, mm-hmm. and the process of doing that in, includes a couple tubes in her neck. And I remember go, going to see her that day. And um, she's like, I think it's real. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think this got real. And for me... Um, I think it was when I hobbled in your room the day after surgery, mm-hmm. uh, because I didn't get to see Tammy until the day after surgery and they wheeled me down cause she was on a different floor, wheeled me down, but I walked into her room and it was a sort of hunched over shuffle, <laughs> right? but it was a walk. And I told her, I said, uh, it got real for me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, like, yeah, it's real yeah, now. Yeah. Now it's real. <laughs> But Tammy and I both, when they prepped us for surgery, were in different places. And then they brought us together with our our families in one room Mm -hmm. as we waited. And as we waited, you know, we got some pictures and and hung out. And then when they said it was time, um, we, we prayed. We all held hands. It yes. was, yeah. And even uh, the staff, a the lot staff, of the staff yep, joined were there. us. Yep. Doctors and anesthesiologists were there and they held hands with us. And and even in that, though, we always wondered when they brought us together in that room, are we just going to lose it? Is it because I really did think right. I can't imagine that. And instead, we're in there talking and laughing, laughing and cutting and, up. Yep. And then when we after we pray and they take me in first, um, it's like, well, maybe it's going to hit me when I get in the operating room. Maybe I'm going to feel scared then. Mm-hmm. And literally being wheeled off, you know, I'm waving back and, you know, we're we're yelling, I love you and faith over fear, faith mm-hmm. over fear. And um, 
I, I didn't feel any yeah. fear. No, I didn't either. Um, I didn't either. And and then they wheeled me in that that operating room, which I call broom closet, because I'm just not sure. It did. It wasn't the room like you see on TV. I just yeah. um, my room. My room was state of the art. <laughs> Carla's was a broom closet. They cleaned out and, yeah. and wheeled a table in there. Uh, and I, I kid. It was just a a small room with mm. so much equipment and so many tools. You know, surgical tools and people. There were so many people in there, and things happened fast. Mm. And I had an amazing anesthesiologist, and he kept me so calm and peaceful. And the last thing I remember is putting the mask on me. And and I remember I was praying. I just kept praying the mm-hmm. whole time. And he said, um, this is just oxygen. Just breathe in. And uh, he was not telling the truth. Because yeah, see, that's what I they said up. to me too. Yes. <laughs> I woke up a few hours later. Yeah. But, but the point mm-hmm. is, both of us had peace throughout. Such peace, yeah. And and we know that only comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I don't have that myself. And when people say, you're a hero, you're amazing, you're all this, I'm like, no, I'm not. It's God because I'm not that selfless. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's many times I want to put myself first, but I know it's what he ordained. He orchestrated the whole thing. And I just fully trusted in that the whole time. Right. And have continued to feel that yes. way. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's you know I every day I, I it's just thank you yeah. thank you you know thank you for you know thank you for letting me get up this morning thank yeah. you for letting me get out of bed and I I don't hurt and thank you for you know letting me go for my morning walk you yeah. know which before Tim was right there by my side in case I couldn't you know I needed help and now I you know I get up in the morning and I go for a walk by myself and the whole time I just you know thank you Jesus for for allowing this to happen for, you yeah. know, for Carla and for my new, re, re, you know, renewed life and for the energy I have and, and just for letting me enjoy a walk. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's yeah. glorious. It's, yeah. and it is, it does. And, you know, you can't see Tammy here, but she does have tears and <laughs> because it is emotional for her and, you know, it gets emotional for me at times too, but even in it, I just haven't felt um, like I never got like weepy, scared. I mean, I do remember sitting with my journal a couple times and, you know, tears, um, over stuff, but, um, it's just even since being home and the recovery and knowing that I have to take care of myself, that God got us through this and just, he slowed me down during this to be able to, um, let myself heal and recover. Mm-hmm. And it's been um, a, an easy process. Am I, am I going to say I haven't had any pain or anything? No, but it's been an easy process. I just take care of myself. Um, I was walking right away right. and now I'm walking more and more. I'm pretty much doing most of my normal things except lifting heavy. And I'm not at the gym lifting weights. Um, and I'm still just, you know, more cautious and careful. I'm not getting in the lake water, you mm-hmm. know. Right. Um, there's things I'm not doing. Right. And, and and that's just being, that's what they told us. Yeah. They told us don't lift anything more than 10 pounds. Yeah. You At know. least for six weeks At for least me. For six Tammy, weeks. I think, is a little longer. I think I'm eight weeks, right. Um, but, and my scar is literally almost fully healed. Um and, you know, Tammy's getting closer, mm-hmm. closer every day. And so we just wanted to share some of that and what that looked like. And we also want to just make sure we acknowledge and say that the gift of our family, mm-hmm. um, you know, our husbands, our kids, our, I mean, everybody, yes. sisters, brothers, whoever it may be, and our friends. I mean, we have the most incredible, most amazing friends, friends that we've had for for lifelong. Mm-hmm. And these girls took care of us all along the way, from the testing in Houston in February to making sure our room was stocked, to surprising us with a luncheon, yeah. to um, helping find the hotel. Mm-hmm and get it booked for us to stay in, to providing gift cards and stocking our our rooms. Yes. Um, when we did get to Houston for the for uh, to stay in the hospital, our rooms were stocked and our fridges were stocked for yes. our husbands and and our kids, um, which which was such a 
just such a relief off yeah. our mind. Yeah. You know, I, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to be at Chick-fil-A every day. They're yeah. going to eat every meal at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And they didn't, you know, there was so much food and they were very careful to get everything that we had asked yes. for, you know, you know, yes. What are your free. kids, what are your kids like? And what is yeah. your husband like? And, and, um, they just, they separately shop for both, you know, families and, yeah. and, um, it was just such yeah, a, we, such a gift. We could not have gotten through this as easily without each and every one of them mm -hmm. and we would name them all but they know who they are and we we call ourselves the fab 50s when we get to the 60s we're gonna have to change we're gonna it have up to but, figure out a new name but we're but the fab 50s and it's it's just a friendship and a bond uh, that we all have yeah. and what a beautiful thing to know that we have each other uh, we have each other in good fun times because we all get together and do fun things yeah. together. We have a girls a girls trip coming up in That's uh, right. September. In September, yeah. um, where we all get together. Yeah. But to also know when things get hard, man, we've got an entire support system around us, and um, that just felt so good. And 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 then prayer warriors and other groups of people that we got messages from and people that had formed. Um, what do I want to say? Little little groups that morning mm -hmm. that, you know, our friend Lisa that was on a trip with sorority sisters, they, you know, had a planned time to pray and um, just p other groups that were doing that is just... Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's the, the support that we had behind us was, mm -hmm. was unbelievable. And we don't take one bit of it for granted oh, ever, no. ever, nope. ever. Um, so, gosh... Um, we we need to wrap up and um we there's just so much tammy and i could share and even things that that i know we haven't shared and things behind the scenes that um you know we we probably have forgotten or um you know whatever it may be but we just wanted to give you a glimpse into what this whole journey has looked like um the miracles along the way how our faith is what carried us through mm -hmm. um and little bits to maybe help you if you're a donor and if you're a recipient um, to help you and and knowing that um, anyone can reach out to us and you know we have a, a a private Facebook page called a donor's story and we also have an Instagram uh, with by the same name mm -hmm. and that's where we kept everyone up to date on our journey and we still do and yes, it's yes. it's something we want just because the surgery's done, it's not over. No, no. Um, it's not over, which leads me into it's not over because we want to help make people aware of the need for, for living donors because Tammy and I um, learned so much through this. And for me, being someone that really didn't know about this whole donation process and kidney donors or any kind of donor, to learn that... Um, most donors are deceased are deceased donors donors mm -hmm. not living donors and one of the doctors that came into my he was a resident and he came in and he said i've been doing this for about a year and you're only the second living recipient i've ever i've ever seen yeah um and i thought really and he said yeah he goes you know it's just not common yeah so i was on the floor with 14 other kidney transplant recipients and I was the only living donor. You know, I was yeah. the only person that received a living And I, living I was kidney. so shocked when we, because I was, I was in Tammy's room when uh, that doctor was in there and we were talking to him because I had the thought, I'm like, oh my gosh, are there some other living donors on this floor? I would love to go talk to him. Like, you know, I thought maybe someone just got out of surgery and I mm -hmm. can encourage them. Or, and he said, there's not one. Yeah. I mean, all of, all the 14 on Tammy's floor came from deceased donors. Right. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And and then we learned that, what was it, one out of 25. One out of 25 is a living donor. And I do remember that doctor telling us most living donors come from a parent to a child. Yes. Like yeah. not just a friend to a friend or a, right. or a you know, what brother to a uncle, mm -hmm. you know. It's right. a, a parent to a child. And 
Tammy and I just want to create awareness in how much it is needed and tell them the other things that in the so, hospital yeah, so, about other types of yes. donors. So, it, you know, if you think to yourself, wow, I don't know if I could give a kidney. Um, I had to, re I received a blood transfusion when I was in, um, in the hospital, because as I said before, my hemoglobin was so low prior to surgery. And then I also received five plasma treatments. Um, while I was in while I was in the hospital, so if you gave blood or if you've ever given plasma, uh, thank you because you might have been the person I received that from. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, so while I was there, I received a plasma, blood, and a kidney from living people that saved my life. Yeah, saved my life. Yeah. So you know, any any kind of way that you can give and 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 donate to um, to somebody that can, that'll change their life. Yeah. It'll just 100% yeah. change their life. And how simple it, it is to just go give blood. Yeah. You know, and I'm not familiar with the plasma, um, donation process, Yeah, I'm not either. but you know, that's, that's other ways that you can do it. And you know, I, I can't tell you how many people would tell me, um, wow, I don't think I could give a kidney or, you know, I wouldn't even give a kidney to my brother or whatever it may be. And I'm like, you might be surprised. Mm -hmm what you would do. And, you know, my thought and my follow-up always is, you might be surprised what God's going to have you do. Because right. you may think you you wouldn't do it, but you'd be amazed. If God puts something on your heart and you know it's Him and you feel it, I mean, you do it. Yeah. You walk in obedience to that. And I think a lot more people out there would do it than they think they would. Yes, yes, uh, I think so. I think know. I think if, if you're given that... That opportunity yeah. to save someone's life, especially someone you know and yeah. you love. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, so there are ways you can donate other than just a kidney. Mm -hmm. But there is the need for living kidney donors. And I am here to say, as a donor, you will be as blessed as the recipient is because of the things that happen along the way and the process for you and the gift of giving life. And I don't ever sit around thinking, I gave Tammy life. I saved her. I mean, will I hold it over her head a little bit? Probably yes. for the rest of my, of my life. Yes. <laughs> yes, I probably will. And with that said, I don't want anyone to miss out on the amazing part of for one, how awesome they said my kidney was. I mean, yeah. let's not miss that. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah. took a picture of it. I, and I have a picture. It. Yes. Um, and they raved on and on about the kidney. But the other little story was when Tammy was at the doctor prior to surgery, they told her, your donor only has, what was it, one, it, yeah. one artery. One, yes, one artery. The renal artery, artery yes. or whatever uh -huh. it's called. And some people can have up to three. Right. And they were like, this is the best possible scenario right? is to have just the one. And Tammy's husband's there, too. And Tammy's like, oh, you know, uh, like, great. Great. One more thing she'll <laughs> hold over my head. Not only did I have a perfect kidney, but it was only a one, a one artery kidney. Because uh, they were uh, like, no, this is a good thing, Tammy. Yeah. And she said, oh, I know. Oh, but... <laughs> I know. Carla will let me know about it. <laughs> and so I do. Um, but, you know, it's like they're... they're it, I don't think there's been a day yet that I've been like, wow, I gave Tammy life. I saved her life. I really haven't. My thought process is, for one, wow, I can't believe that, like, the kidney's gone. My other one's functioning beautifully, and I feel the same, and it's just like, it's just like, I don't know, a gift, but yeah. not one that... I, I take credit for. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Right. I don't. God gave her life. God gave her life through that kidney, and He's the one that makes it work. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, and so we will put in the show notes too how you can um, reach out and get information on that. I'm becoming a donor. Yes. Okay. So we are going to wrap up because Tammy and I probably could talk forever, but it is a beautiful day, and we are going to go enjoy. We are at the lake, so <laughs> yeah, we're we are go at the lake. And so, but we wanted to record while we were together and get this out for an update. So, um, I want to ask, and um, so we know the title of my podcast is "Your Age Is Not Your Cage," because 
people ask me, what does that mean? I'm like, what is it that holds you back? What is it about your age that keeps you caged up that you don't go out and do? What are the things you want to do? Um, because I always say you're never too old and you're never too, too late. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and not too young. And not either, too young. Because this applies yeah. for the young mm -hmm. people. I've Absolutely. always said young people have a voice. Use it. Young people go do the things you want to do. And for us, because we are 58, it's you're, you're never too old and mm -hmm. it's never too late. And, and now Tammy and I, even more of a zest and vibrancy for and life, yes. excitement and thankfulness mm -hmm. and boldness and uh, wanting to try even new things yes. we've never done. But tell me going forward how you're not going to let your age be your cage and, and uh, a few of the things that you have planned and the things you might want to try. Okay. Well, a good friend of mine had always said, you need something to look forward to. So um, I thought to myself, all right, let's 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 get some things on the books because I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. So um, Tim and I plan on taking Carla and Sonny to Angel Fire, New Mexico um, in the next couple months so we can do some hiking and um, just be together and, and be out in the beautiful mountains and yeah. a little bit closer to God and, and just, um, and just get outside and yeah. breathe some fresh air yeah. and, you know, and be able to, to, to hike, which yeah. I haven't done because I haven't had any, you know, I, I, I'm always out of breath. I'm not anymore, and but with, I used to With be. that incredible kidney you have, you probably will beat me up the mountain. I, that's my plan <laughs> because it is now a competition. It is a competition, which we didn't mention because yeah. Tammy's, I have to put it out there. Uh, her kidney is doing in Incredible. And if you're not familiar with creatine numbers, which are the kidney numbers, you you went into surgery at what? 3.9, which was, very, a, a, you know, obviously very high. I, yeah. was, I was at stage five kidney failure. So my creatine level was 3.9. And you're where now? 1.1. Yeah. And so the show off, um, my, my kidney is beating my other one that's in me. And I'm still low too. I think I was 1.2. Three, uh -huh. something like that. But, um, you know, it, and that's completely normal after surgery for mine to fluctuate, fluctuate and, and realize kick, it kick has in. to kick right. in. Right. And, but it's incredible uh, that, that her kidney is doing that well. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can feel it. Yeah. I can, I, like I said, everything yeah. about me has changed. Yeah. yeah. So I had to throw that in there. Mm -hmm. um, okay, what else? Um, in February, we're planning on going to Mexico. Yes. Nice little uh, trip to Tulum, Mexico. So we'll uh, so fun. we'll be doing that. I'm super excited. Um, next month, Carla's going to learn pickleball. Yep, she's going to take going pickleball lessons. Yep. And then in September, I'm taking pickleball lessons. I figured she's about a month ahead of me, so <laughs> I'm going to do it in September. I've got to get a you know I've got to get a little gain on you. Yeah, to, I know. Well, because she's all mad about the kidney <laughs> thing. Um, and then, uh, so we both planning on learning how to play pickleball. So yeah. when we get together, we can do that. Yeah. And um, I'm super excited to get back in the in the gym and start yeah. working out. I, you know, Carla keeps telling me slow down yeah. and start slow. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm feeling so much better, and my muscle just needs to be rebuilt after the potassium uh, kind of destroyed them. So yeah. I am super excited about getting into the gym. Yeah. And. Um, and whatever adventures come up, we're yes. going to think of some fun stuff. We want to do some stuff that's kind of out of the norm, yes. out of our comfort zone. We don't know what that is yet, but we want to tackle new things. And even if we're not good at it and we fail, yeah. well, we're going to go for we it. We tried it, yes. Yeah. yes. And that's what it's all about because uh, now is not the time. And I don't mean just because we had, went through this process of surgery. I mean for anyone that is beginning to age, now is not the time to slow down. Right. Now is not the time to stop moving. Mm -hmm. Now is not the time to stop living. And it, it it's just, uh, you know, I could go on a rampant about that, but I won't because at this age, you should still be enjoying life and your whole body shouldn't hurt and ache and whatever. Mm -hmm. Those are signs something's going on and get them checked out. But this is the time to enjoy um the life God has given you right. and have fun and laugh and 
quit caring what people think. Oh, yeah. I, I don't care anymore what anyone thinks. No. And if I want to dance goofy, if I want to sing and I sound awful, yeah. you know, I'm, Tammy I'm, and I are talking about we're going to karaoke. We're going to karaoke. Yeah. And yeah. you could probably tell by our voices that's probably not a good idea for anyone in the crowd. But we don't care. Yeah. We're going to do it. You know, and I told Tammy I want to uh, hula hoop. I really want a hula hoop dancer size like the videos I've seen. But because my arms and legs, if they're doing two different things, don't work well, I might just stick to the hula hoop. Just, you can always driveway. stand still. Just in the, just yeah. the hula. And I want to get back to some jump roping uh, because that's just another, I think it's fun and a good mm -hmm. form of exercise. And I'm excited to get back to the gym too because I too have not been lifting weights since surgery. And I'm excited to get back into that because I enjoy mm -hmm. it. And um, of course, my walking, which I always do. But yeah, we are excited for all that's to come next. We know there's so much, and we're looking forward to just um, also our families um, doing things together and enjoying, you know, times together because uh, our whole family. All our families are connected now mm -hmm. in, in every way. Yes, I, I call her mom, mom, yeah. and she calls me her daughter. Yeah, it's, and my dad holds it over my sister and I's head that Carla is now his, his number one yes, daughter, and yes. we've slipped to number two and three. <laughs> yes, so, and I, I do remind him to keep me at number one. Yes. And, uh, uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's, a it's just another beautiful part of the entire journey, and we just wanted to share that with you and let you just be a little piece of it, especially for so many of you that have just walked through this with us and uh, been beside us and supported us and cheered us on and loved us and yeah. uh, it's just been your prayers worked yeah they worked 100 yeah. percent we are right. both feeling so good yeah so strong and don't stop you yeah know? oh we're, yeah we're, we're still yeah. in the in the process and right. um you know, our recoveries are still in the process, and Tammy's is more of a journey than mine. Um, and we just, we still need the prayers, you yeah, know, absolutely. going along. So, yeah. we thank you. Um, oh, before we go. What? We named, we, we named our kidney. We did name the kidney, and I am potentially working on a name for mine, because Tammy and Tim talked to hers. We talked to it like a baby all yeah, the time. Yeah, and they yeah. encourage and pray for the kidney. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why mine's fallen behind because I I have not named my kidney. And so yes. that'll be coming. But what, what so have you named? So it, it was funny because while I was in the hospital still and Carla had gotten out, she, um, it, you know, she kept asking me, have you named it? And I was like, oh, I had so many names. I wasn't sure. Um, she put, she, you changed my ringtone. Yes, I changed your ringtone so I would know when you're t texting me. Right. That I, I wanted to make sure I got it. Right. So, so I changed the ringtone. To the theme of Rocky. Yes. You know, that dun 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 yeah. dun 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 <laughs> And um, so every time I would text her, she would, she'd, you know, or call her, she'd like pick up the phone and be dying laughing yeah. going, oh my gosh, I love this ringtone. It's so great. I, well, then I would let it keep playing out because I wanted to hear it. Yes. <laughs> and so... Um, at by the end, I thought, you know, I said, I think that's it. Yeah. I, her, his, you know, his, hers. Yeah. It could, it's a, it could go either way. Yeah. Um, is is Rocky? Well, and because what a fighter Rocky was. Yes. He didn't give up. What a and, fighter. He kept. Yeah. He was strong. He yeah. kept fighting. He never yeah. gave up. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and so Tammy and I, because you can't see us, are both wearing uh, shirts right now um, that I brought her, and they say, "Win, Rocky, win." Yeah. And it's just another way to encourage uh, her in, um, in, in the fight for, um, fight for life that she went through and that Rocky is in there winning for. Oh, and yeah. she's got so much to look forward to in life. He's strong. Yep. He is strong. Yeah. So we will end on that note. Thank you for, for listening to us and our stories. And um, we, will, we will have more updates later down the road. Um, but it's been quite a journey and we are just, we are just so thankful and it's been so fun to do these podcasts and share this with our friends with you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you all so much. And Carla, yes. thanks for having me again. Oh, and, you're and welcome. And then thank you for that little thing of, you know, the kidney you gave Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, you're welcome. Yeah, hey, thanks for that. <laughs> Anytime. I'd say you could have the other, but no. <laughs> My brother's got dibs on That's that right. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, thanks for being here, Tammy. All right. I thanks. love you. I love you too.